and comments on the What's Your Opinion show do not necessarily represent those of the management and staff of WTCA. It's the What's Your Opinion show, our daily talk show focusing on you, the people, events, and issues of Marshall County. Now here's your hosts, Kathy Bodorf and Rusty Nixon. Day. Everybody's so excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, get with it. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I was on. just looking at something. Somebody's changed all these dials in here, Bob. There. I just found me. Okay. Uh, I'm going to just tape the ones that aren't being used because everybody messes with those every single day and they never know which one is which so i found uh, myself don't worry we're good well see you got to remember that i have ultimate control right down here so i can go up and down i can i have the the ultimate control at my fingertips okay lucky you yeah so uh you guys kind of ran over a little bit today yeah we did but it was an important topic okay Broadband. Yes. Okay. So, uh, fiber. fiber. Not just broadband. Okay. Fiber. Oh, there's a difference. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. And and if you listen very closely, you found out the economics of the situation. Of course, as explained by me. So. <laughs> very good. Because I'm a numbers guy, you know. Yes, you are definitely a numbers, <laughs> numbers guy. guy. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. I think I remember that somewhere, that you really like numbers. Oh, yeah. 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 My life is numbers. Yes. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> All right. So we do have guests in the studio. We'll be coming in. We're going to talk about with the Marshall County Blueberry Festival. Last night at the city council meeting, there were some changes that impact the blueberry. So we're going to be talking about that. But in the meantime, um, a couple of other things I, I want to mention um, before we switch over to get into some of the local news. Uh, we need to say congratulations to Marshall County Clerk of the Courts, Deb Vandermark. She was elected president of the Association of Indiana Counties in the Northwest District during their meeting last month in Newton County. And if you're wondering about the, the Northwest District, uh, Deb is going to represent um, Carroll County, which I don't even know where it is. Carroll County, Cass County, Fulton County, Carroll Jasper. Carroll County is down Delphi, I think, is the oh, oh, seat of wow. Carroll County, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Jasper County, Lake County, Port LaPorte, Marshall, Newton, Porter, Pulaski, St. Joe, Stark, and White Counties. Okay. There are six districts in the state. And so she is the president over one of those districts. So... Uh, a huge congratulations to her for yeah. you know for her peers selecting her for that position. Yeah, seems like we have a lot of folks in this county that um, have served in that way. They're particular uh, in the county, especially. Yeah. Yes, we've had a number of them be presidents of uh, their associations. 
Penny Lukenbell was mm-hmm. uh, wasn't she both I was think- clerk and also no treasurer and tre- auditor. Yeah, wasn't she head yes. of both of those? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, as for arrest on Friday, April 3rd, about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, Plymouth police arrested 29-year-old R-Y-N-E. Ryan. Ryan? Ryan. 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 As in like the Ryan, Ryan Sandberg. Of, oh. Second baseman for the Cubs, who's a Hall of Famer, one of the greatest players who ever him. played the game. Okay. All right? Yeah. Well, maybe that's who he's named after. I am pretty sure. Ryan England. Yes. Uh, from Plymouth. Uh, he was arrested outside the Plymouth City Building at Michigan and Garrow Streets. Uh, Ryan England was arrested on an outstanding warrant. He was wanted for strangulation and battery, resulting in bodily injury. He was taken into custody and transported to the Marsh County Jail. This happened about 3.45. He was released about 5.15 after posting bond, and the jail bookings report did not show what his bond was, so... Okay. I, it would be scary, though, because obviously his warrant was for something he did to hurt someone, and he they didn't get him when it happened. Yeah. So they've been looking for him. So, okay. Yeah. And then he bonds out, so then it's like, okay, are we going to be able to find this guy again? Well. It would be my concern. But, yeah. but you can only put the bond where they tell you to put the bond, so... Yep. There's no choice for folks. So I have had people ask me this. Oh, this isn't the one. (laughs) This one is confusing to me. The Indiana Department of Transportation, the contractor who's working on US 31, uh, Three Star Painting Incorporated, will begin the bridge deck ceiling on US 31 over the Yellow River Hopefully next Monday is the plan. They will be alternating lane closure. So, you know, while they're working northbound, only one lane will probably be open. So they'll be sealing the other one. And then southbound when they're sealing in one lane. So it's going to have off and on lane closures as they work to seal the bridge that should end by late May. So drivers are... Encouraged to allow a little extra time if you're heading north. If you want to know the bridge uh, on 31 is north of the 30 intersection. Okay. But I can't really tell you. This map isn't detailed enough to tell you. And it's to me, it looks like it's right at the at at the river. So, but it, of course they're going to have to you know, get time for you to get over. So it's going to be at least a half mile stretch along there. So be prepared that for the next about six weeks, there could be some slowdown on US 31, just north of US 30, we'll say. We'll play it safe and and say it that way, okay? All right. Also, Stacy Donato, who is the current state senator representing the southern part of Marshall County, in a in a recent release, wanted to let elected wanted to let people know that locally elected school boards uh, are very important for the quality of children's in their lives. But in the past few years, there have been some parents. Not just, you know, in our, and she doesn't even represent 
the Plymouth District. She's further south than that. But the people have expressed concerns regarding the lack of opportunities for public input at school board meetings. And it is kind of limited um, on what people can say. So in response to those concerns, uh, this past session, she supported Senate Enroll Act 83 and House Enrolled Act 1130. These new laws require school boards to allow comments for individuals who are physically present during the in-person meetings. They also speci specify that comment periods must cover occur before the school board takes final actions on topics. So a lot of times, now Plymouth School Board, they will ask you when you come in, if, the, if you want to talk about an agenda item, at the very beginning of the meeting, they'll ask, uh, is there anybody who wants to talk about an agenda item? Right. And they'll say, what item? And, and then you'll say, I want to talk about textbooks or whatever it could be, right. graduation rates or something. And then when they get to that portion of the meeting, they do allow you to talk. Um, I've done that for years and years. And, and then years at the end of the meeting, there's also a, a yeah. portion where um, they ask people to, if there's anything else from the agenda yeah. that they want to speak on. Well, I even remember back when Danny Bates was superintendent. That's the way they yeah. did it. So that's been a long time ago. I think sometimes you go to the school board meeting and you're not you 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 know you're, there's something that interests you so you go but you're not sure that you want to talk you just want to listen and right. hear what's happening yeah. so you don't actually raise your hand and say i want to talk about how you how we celebrate birthdays in the elementary school now right. because that was on the agenda uh or something you know um and then the meeting comes up and there's that point Plymouth school board is pretty lenient and will is there anybody else that wants to make a comment right. on this yeah. subject? So, but, uh, you know, she just, the, the senator is just making sure that folks have the opportunity. And, but it is limited, at least in our part, to agenda items only. And that's not unreasonable. No. I mean, if you want to, if you want to talk on something that isn't on the agenda, call them. They'll put you on the agenda. If that's if you want to talk they about will, it. They will... Probably try and meet with you if you have Before an issue him. going on. Yeah. Yes, uh, they will. They will try and sit down and do a one-on-one -on -one with you to try and fix or understand what is going on to see if there's anything they can do before it actually gets to a public meeting to make things better or or to address a situation or whatever. Right. You know, they're 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 more than willing to meet one-on-one. -on -one. Sure. Um, and if that if they can't get satisfaction, then then you go to the full board. So. Yeah. Um, also want to let folks know yesterday the Marshall County Council had another two-hour meeting or whatever. So uh, the there was a joint resolution that the Marshall County Council had already passed uh, for the and it's adopting the plan that is required with the American Rescue Plan funds that we're getting. This is the $8.9 million that the Marshall County is going to get. And Julie Fox, the auditor, reminded them that to get that federal money, we have to have a plan in place, and it's got to be submitted to the federal government by April 30th. Okay. So the plan, she went on to say, it, which is the plan, 
allows for flexibility of payments for different things that are targeted that were set out in the American Rescue Plan. So our plan, again, just like the cities, is pretty vague. It doesn't list any money to anything specific at all. Um, it does list in a couple of different sections. In Section 2, it does list that the county's plan um, is looking at the distribution of funds for replacement of lost revenues for the county. So that's one of the things they're looking at. Sure. In Section 3, they are also anticipating funds for water, sewage, and broadband infrastructure. Well, we know how important how about that? that is. And in Section 4, it makes funds eligible for local nonprofits to replace some lost revenue that they had over the last two years. Which is a good idea. So while the ordinance or the resolution did pass 7-0, there was some contention with this plan. You know, you, you would think, oh, 7-0, they passed it. No. Um, Councilman Tim Harmon did ask, wanted to know about the committee's discussion on the million dollars being proposed for broadband. That's $500,000 for Marshall County Fiber, which is Marshall County REMC's portion, and uh, RTC, Rochester Telephone, together, that project, and $500,000 for Surf Broadband. Um, and he wanted the committee, just so you know, the ARP committee is made up of three council members and one commissioner. The council members are Heath Thornton, Jesse Bohannon, and Steve Harper, and Marshall County Commissioner President Kevin Overmeyer is on that committee and he was concerned about the lack of the in-depth discussion allowing half a million dollars to each of those fiber providers because they are for-profit businesses so he wanted to know the number of additional homes that could be serviced with this funding for broadband and uh Councilman Thornton, who sits on the committee, said that, you know, they they have their plan worked out and they have already looked at it. And I mean, Rochester Telephone and Surf Broadband. And so what this is actually going to allow them is to get high speed Internet access to more rural pay people faster than what it, the rollout would have been. Right. Um, you know, probably basically it's giving them additional money to hire more people to come and get it done. Right. Um, and they are looking at the rural areas, especially I know one of the areas is the lake community of getting it out there. They're also looking at the Culver, rural Culver area and around Lake Max and Cucky. So they are, you know, the plan is to really get broadband to everybody. Right. Now, for the county to have, know, like, well, how many people is this gonna are gonna sign up for this? You know, I would assume that those folks have a rough estimate of if we haul this line down in front of, you know, one hundred houses, we know that at the beginning, I don't know, we'll say forty houses are gonna hook on, and when within the next three months, we're gonna have another twenty houses hook on. You know, so they have a plan they have taken the time and done their due diligence to make sure that what they want to do is going to work well, Kathy if you'll allow me to uh, 
put on my economics expert. Yes. You hit the uh, uh, nail on the head just a few moments ago when you spoke of for-profit industries. Yes. For-profit industries don't do anything that they are not going to make profit at doing, or at least have done extensive research to find out how they're going to make profit on doing, thus the name for-profit. So well, there, I'm I think confident they feel they're going to be able to sell this. And I think... I think there is some apprehension by some of the council members that That's why fine. would you give money to a for-profit company that once again is already doing it for profit? Yeah, granted, it's going to uh, be slower, but can I put my economics hat oh, on once do. again? Oh, we got to get you some hats <clears throat> in here. If you have that fiber. You're going to entice people to. They're going to buy houses. They're going to. So um, the result of that is that their income is taxed, their property is taxed, their everything is taxed. Therefore, it enriches the county. See, it's the it's the invisible hand of Adam Smith that's uh, pushing the market. Thank you. Um, you know, any economics questions, please just, just send, send them, them your way. way. Yeah, send them my way. <laughs> I wouldn't, I mean, I, I get the question, I understand, where get, but, you know, if you run a for-profit business, you don't do anything if you're not going to make money at it, especially throw hundreds of millions of dollars at something. Exactly. So I, I got to feel they're really confident they're going to be able to, to make money at this, which means the city and the county and anybody else that is there is going to make money. Be, there will be an in yeah. economic impact exactly. to the county at the same time. Exactly. Very good. I'm impressed uh, with you. Yeah, I know. I uh, I studied. <clears throat> um, Councilman Bohannon um, did bring up that just recently, actually just last month, uh, right before the county council meeting, the federal government did come down with another change on the ARP funds <laughs> and how they can be used. <laughs> and they actually made it much broader. If a governmental agency received less than Ten million dollars. Oh, yeah. They actually yeah. have the ability to use the funds for general governmental uses, including lost revenue. So, which because the rules have changed so significantly, Mr. Bohannon thought that the committee should go back and start over from scratch. But this resol this plan has to be submitted by the end of the month, yeah. and his proposal actually was for keeping all $8.9 million uh, for the county, especially because of what's happening with inflation, right. the cost of fuel, let alone everything else that is going up, that the county can definitely use that money. Um, and in fact, I'll tell you that yesterday in the meeting, Jason Peters from the County Highway Department said, for the road plan that I have laid out right now, and, which includes community crossings and the road the projects that go adjacent to those and everything with what has happened with fuel and oils and costs for projects so materials manpower hours and that he is going to be he estimates 2.2 million dollars oh, yeah. short yeah. for this year's road projects that doesn't surprise me a bit well, so, I, I get wanting to, I mean, when things change, you want to look at it again, but I have the impression that that kind of is 
why this plan is so vague so they can go back and reassess now do we really want to do that or do we want to do this exactly. am, I, am i right is it is it it has flexibility okay. that we can change it that was um, built into our plan so when the federal government sees it it says in there that we can change our plan right. especially if, if the government changes their idea right. again well and the, yeah i i can understand wanting to relook at it but i don't know about throwing everything out and starting over i I don't know. I, I'm not privy okay, to any of that. Okay, you know, so. I'm, this is just, this is an opinion show, and so my opinion is, if the county keeps all $8.9 million for themselves, I feel like they're greedy. That there are plans, you know, they have they have proposed putting about $300,000 out there for nonprofits yeah, to be yeah. able to uh, apply and maybe recoup some of the lost revenues that they've had i think that's a good thing they have pledged you know they're thinking two million dollars for the regional sewer district that's really is just getting the baby started that's not getting pipe in the ground no. even that's getting the baby started but once it's started then those who are going to benefit for it are going to pay for it yeah so you know there there are some really worthwhile projects sure. out there you know that he at the commissioner's meeting kevin proposed uh two hundred thousand or two million dollars for roads 100 or one million would be for 2023 and another million for 2024 and then if there was another million for the county highway just to buy equipment that is needed necessary equipment so they're you know they've got some ideas they've actually kind of roughed up the committee right. about uh, six million dollars of how they want to spend their 8.9 million yeah. so now they have not allotted anything out for themselves yet to say we lost this much revenue and you know but they'll have a chance to go back but, and look at it but they can look at it and yeah. they haven't they haven't given any money away sure um although the county council did yesterday say that they were in agreement, they were supportive of the million dollars for equipment for the county highway. Sure. So the plan is just really, here's the paper plan. It doesn't have anything to do with how much money we plan to spend on what things we plan right. to spend. It's really flexible and it's really open. But they, they were trying to look at kind of what had initially come down where it said it had to be water, sewer, and broadband, basically. So... They're not worrying about the water part as in actually doing a water project. Sure. But the sewer and the broadband projects, they feel that there are some, some good reasons well, to would, support yeah. that. Yeah. So ultimately, they did vote 7-0 and for that, which is a positive thing. Yeah. All right. Why don't we take our first break? Because the last news story that I want to talk about involves the Marsh County Blueberry Festival. And we have them in the studio with us this morning. And we have, what is it? Spaghetti tonight. Or Spaghetti Thursday, Thursday. night. Yeah. Swan, uh, Swan Lake, Lake Resort. At Shop House. You betcha. Uh, so $10 for a fantastic dish of spaghetti with garlic bread. That really sounds good, actually, right now. Um, I may have to go pick some up. Uh, seven. Caller number seven. 574-936-4096. 574-936-4096. Caller Seven, I said? Yeah, seven. Going to get a gift certificate for one Thursday night $10 spaghetti dinner 
And that's from 5 to 9 on Thursday nights if you want to head out there. So call her 7 and good luck. When you want to know what's going on in Marshall County, just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. Commissioner Nidig, can I have a quick word? Of course, Governor. What can I do for you? Well, I just want to say thank you. For what, sir? For your service. Well, Governor, you're welcome. And you know that I'm incredibly passionate about what we do at the IHSA. Oh, I do, and I share your passion. Without the IHSAA, we'd be without something incredibly important to our state's culture and to me, the Boys and Girls Basketball State Tournaments. Without Hoosier Hysteria, Indiana just wouldn't be Indiana, would it? You're absolutely right, it wouldn't. And after all these years, I still can't seem to prepare myself for the excitement of the tournaments. Governor, the only way you could prepare for Hoosier Hysteria is by getting your ticket. Paul, you know I'll be the first in line. Nobody does basketball like Indiana. This is high school basketball. This is Indiana. This is your IHSAA. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because it's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County. With programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price, you can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local. tuned in to What's Your Opinion on WTCA Employment. Be part of the conversation by calling 574-936-4096 or text the show at 574-307-6647. And now here's Kathy and Rusty. Makes you want to sway, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Tuesday. Just sway. Chris, thank you for listening. You're our uh, gift certificate winner at the Chop House. Going to be eating some spaghetti. So uh, congratulations. And uh, that's what I got. Okay. We have guests in the studio with us this morning. We have representatives in from the Marshall County Blueberry Festival. Rick Vanza, who is vice president of the board. Good morning, Rick. Good morning. And Carrie Vanza, who is working PR today. Yes, I am. Hi, Carrie. Hi. So um, you guys were at the meeting, city council meeting last night. Actually, two weeks ago, again. Um and the big news is that the city council uh, amended an ordinance that had been in place since 94, I believe, which 
specifically limited the use of any alcohol in the park during the Blueberry Festival. Um, now, you guys have been kind of toying with this, and this has come up more than once. I mean, mm -hmm. this is this really is nothing new. Um, and actually, you guys worked on your contract with the park department for use of the park, and were able to get that portion out of the contract yes. that had been there. Yep. So to do to get that accomplished allows you guys to have a new event this year for the Blueberry Festival. Absolutely. You are going to have a beer garden. Yes, we are. Okay. <laughs> so obviously, there are you know there are a lot of pros and cons. The story that I did uh, that is up on Facebook and on our website definitely has you know some good things that people are happy about and some things that people think it's not the greatest idea. Yeah. So I you know, that and my, you know, my I my feeling is. How do you know how it's going to work unless you give them a chance to do it? And when you look at the Blueberry Festival, they don't do anything halfway. That, that's what I've been literally saying for like two days. We do nothing halfway. We overthink everything. And that's not a bad thing. But we, it's like, what if this happens? What if that happens? And the research, um, reaching out to other festivals who've done this around the state, um, you know, working with security that we've covered everything that we could possibly have thought of. And like I said, it's been around. It's not the first time we've thought about this, you know, so it's always been in the back of your head kind of stewing, you know, what can we do to make it better when we haven't even had it yet? Um, so, you know, and I, I get, and I respect everybody's feelings towards it, but you're never, you're never going to make anybody happy. Not everybody happy. Right. Um, and we're hoping that, you know, the festival, the festival experience will not be lessened by the, the point that we have a beer garden in the back north corner. You know, I'm, that's what I'm hoping. Okay. Let's just be straight across the board. <laughs> okay. So let's talk a little bit about what the plan is. And I mean, you're still kind of in the beginning stages of this. You have a few months to really nail everything down, but... At this point, the plan is to have it on the the basketball courts on the north end. Yeah, that's correct. We we made the determination, and uh, Dwayne and I looked at the uh, the uh, basketball courts there at the Plymouth Goshen uh, Road and Randolph Street um, to uh, eliminate any kind of issues that may come up. Um, and I think we made a we made a wise choice there with a fence around and lights and and uh, I, we think that's a good spot for for this year. Well, it, it's in real it's kind of an out of the way location yes. too. Right, yes. and it's and not in your face. It's not in anybody's face, and <clears throat> you know we still continue with the family friendly uh, aspect of of the uh, uh, the park and respect that in every way. So I think I think that uh, we're not trying to shove this in anybody's face by any means. We uh, we we respect everybody's uh, you know their opinions their opinions you know. on everything. Uh, thank you, and uh, um, <clears throat> you know we we just want like I said, have it a family friendly situation out there. So. A, a beer garden is 21 and older. Mm -hmm. So would will will 
dad and mom go into the beer garden and kids go to the park no. and play on the what is your plan for that beer garden area we have we've we've designed a a, a map on the uh, basketball court where 21 and older were, will be uh, enter and exit uh, in, in one side of the basketball court the other gate will have uh, bleachers or in, and uh, picnic tables to sit we do have we will have a dj in there as well for people to listen to music as well uh, we will have the marshall county police department uh, uh, security and they're walking through to ensure the safety and and uh, you know Minimize any minimize anybody's problems. problems that may occur uh, outside the gate. We uh, right there at the <clears throat> entrance to the uh, Blueberry Fest. We have uh, two officers there. We will have one for the tram that is at Randolph and uh, uh, Chuck Glob Drive. Uh, uh, Ryan Hollipeter will have security. Uh, I mean, we've crossed we crossed our T's and dotted our I's on this one. So, um, okay, I'm over 21. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go in and have a beer. When I walk up to the gate, you will you will have you will be checked with your IDs. You'll have uh, officers actually checking. Uh, yeah, the officers will be actually checking the ID. Uh, you'll have your uh, booth there. Uh, we are looking at, uh, and we're still to be determined on the um, um, uh, the wristbands of the amount of, uh, you know, five or six beers, et cetera, where it tears off. They, they uh -huh. make them. Okay. So it, you'll have a wristband on there. You know, like I said, we're, we're, still, we're still tweaking a lot of things at this point in time. Uh, you know, uh, Dwayne, I, and Ryan are going to meet, uh, you know, for the uh, tentative policies that we do have that will be placed throughout the, uh, the park, um, uh, you know, and, and something happens. Uh, it's, you know, <laughs> like Dwayne had mentioned, something happens, you, you get hauled off. <laughs> so so um, you, your idea at this point is somebody will get a wristband. They can come in, have a beer or two, we'll say, and then leave and take their kids and go over to the carnival and they can ride the rides or whatever for another hour. And then they may come back to the, to the beer garden, still have their wristband on, still have a few more drinks available right and um, they and they still will be checked their id again they'll be carded again every time once, every time they walk through that gate yes ma'am and if if somebody well it'd be an officer more than likely when he's carting you in suspects that you've already been drinking maybe at home you had a family gathering and you come and you're already um slightly intoxicated or yeah. whatever well, yeah, we have the right to refuse. Well, okay. we have, you know, and we, we'll have the bartenders and servers that they'll have the right to uh, refuse service to anyone that that may look at that at that point. So, and they'll they'll be experienced bartenders yeah. and servers. They aren't. Well, they're going to go through a volunteers. Well, or? no, we are looking at we are actually looking at volunteers, but we're okay. looking at more mature volunteers. Um, they're going to go through a training. Um, but the whole point is to have officers in 
you know, intermingling with the crowd. So they have kind of a firsthand knowledge of what's going on, who's acting, who's acting the fool, who's not, you know. Um, but if you come up and you're visibly, you've been drinking, um, if they're not sure that they can make the determination anytime, they can, you know, an officer is there. Okay. So. Very good. Um, and, and this is actually a fundraiser for the Blueberry Festival? It basically is. It really is. So let, let's talk a little bit about that because obviously in 2020 you guys <laughs> had initially planned to have a blueberry festival and then covid went wild and so it was totally nixed yeah um and then last year in 2021 you were able to have a festival although covid was still going on people were afraid to a lot of people were afraid to be around other people um I, we went to the park probably three days not for long periods, mostly a point. Get the food. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, I walk by that. I want to buy exactly. that and get out of there. Exactly. Um, so there was a, even though it, you had it, I mean, there was an impact. You had vendor spaces. You could notice when you walked around mm -hmm. vendor spaces that were empty. Either that vendor maybe had COVID at the point and couldn't come or was apprehensive or because they didn't have probably any opportunity to make money in 2020, well, they went out of business. We, lo we lost a lot of to retirement and the ones that they just couldn't, they couldn't manage it and they had to just close shop, didn't come so, back. So financial, you guys have taken a financial hit for two oh, yeah. years. Yeah. So this is one way you're hoping to kind of, uh, the festival's great, but it's kind of nice to have a change once in a Thank while. Thank you. Thank and you. so you, ha you know, we don't want to grow the festival any bigger, but that's what we have, you know, add and subtract and change. I mean, we don't go to the festival and have the same music acts year after yeah, year because right. we enjoy seeing them. Mm -hmm. We change them around. Yeah. So the same situation exactly. for you guys. You need to change things around a little bit. We need something a little bit different to bring in. You know, my thing is I always go back to the generations that go to the Blueberry and you know, you hear everybody on Facebook talking. It's the same thing every year. Well, we need to get it. We need to make it relevant to now. And I'm not saying to trash tradition because, I mean, it is built on tradition. And I am the one person who I honor that tradition. But we need to make it relevant for those who are coming in. And I, we joke, but it's not It's not a Saturday night frat party. It's not a free-for-all. We're not throwing some kegs out with some red solo cups and saying, you know, go at it that's yeah, absolutely fun. not what we're doing and and some of the you know everybody has a right to their comment i understand that but don't you know don't come in and assume that you know what's going to happen and make a big deal out of it until you've heard or you've come and talked to us or you've come to a blueberry you know board meeting um you know listen and then if you come to the same conclusion then that's great but at least you listened um but that's kind of where we are now is just so will they you know, actually come to you guys will well, they buy the wristband, and it'll, and that'll, you know, depending on how many tabs is on the end, they're going to buy. I mean, could they? Could somebody like me, a lightweight, will say, "Well, I only need, I only want two beers," or is the wristband loaded with five or six beers? And that's still tentative. Well, that, we're still we're, kind we're, of tweaking we're, the whole We're that. still tr trying to work through that. We still have a couple months to decide. We have how like, do we go tickets and just yeah. the wristband for the day? Yes. I mean, we're kind of going back and forth. We're, we're back and forth on that, and we're going to get a better idea. Uh, we have uh, 
you know, Indiana Beverage coming in to, to support us on all this. And we're getting a lot of ideas and set up. And, and uh, uh, you know, Dwayne and I are actually going to some some of the brew brewery brew fest around and and kind of get a feel for it uh you know i mean this is this is all new to everybody and mm -hmm. and uh, uh i think it's going to turn out well uh you know um you know people that's lived around here in plymouth they've moved to other states they come back they kind of do you know uh, you know sit back and have a beer and reminisce about certainly old day old you know, times in the past. And, It'll kind and, of be nice to have a place yeah. where people can actually congregate and right. have those discussions instead of in the middle of the walkways. Right, <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that's kind of our intent. That's you know, my issue. Yeah, that's that's kind of the intent that we're 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 like I said, family friendly on that, Kathy. To to uh, uh, you know, put something something different in the in the blueberry. So the kids will be able to come in. And sit in the fenced area and enjoy yeah, the music you'll at be a able picnic to, table. Right. You'll be able to have lunch with your kids. We're working on trying to get some food vendors back there. So no one has to leave it, walk through the carnival, walk two miles down to get their food, and then come back. There, There's something there for everybody. Huh. And you can sit down and have a meal with your family. And, you know, it's just like we go to the brass rail. You sit down. We have a drink. Our kids are there. They might not. One of them's not 21 yet. But sure, we can have a drink with our meal and still enjoy family time together. And that's and in a lot of the festivals in Indiana, they do the same thing. So we're gonna um, try it. So the company who's helping put this together has some experience <clears throat> with this. Oh, oh yes, definitely. Yes. Yep. So this is not new to them either. No, 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 no. no they they did, they've done festivals all yeah, over. Yeah, they've done festivals all the way, all all around the county, all around Marsh County. Oh, Indiana. And, well, I, well, Indiana. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They they're they're pretty experienced. Well. Well, experience. And that, so they'll be assisting you and making the determinations on all of the rules and how things are going to go. But they'll they'll help us get started, and then they'll make sure we're okay during the weekend. But you know, it's it's run by us. That's you know. So, what are your tentative? I mean, uh, the carnival opens up Thursday night. Mm -hmm. Is we, the beer garden going to be open Thursday? We, we're planning on Thursday. <clears throat> excuse me september 1st uh we will open up from five o'clock to ten friday we'll open up at two to ten p.m saturday the same at two to ten p.m and sunday two to ten p.m now with that being said we will we will shut down probably in a half hour to an hour beforehand. Last call. You know, <laughs> kind of like a last call deal. And then, you know, everybody clean up and, and you know. Close it down close for the it night, down secure the, it up. Yep. And, you know. and and hours on Monday? No. No? No. No. Okay. That's parade day. Okay. <laughs> That's my parade. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Okay. So hopefully, you know, to me, it's just like. You got to give it a chance. Yeah. Um, it, you know, you guys are going to work very diligently to make this the very best beer garden situation in the state of Indiana, just we, like the hoping. festival is. We have to. Yeah, we don't. People, we don't. people have their eyes they're, on they're, you. The, we don't have the much eyes of a choice. Are on us and, 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 I, and, you know, and like I said, our intentions are, are for the family, you know gatherings and people that have been here that's moved out of state come in and congregate and and discuss and bring back old memories and um you know uh, you know guys walking around with their wives and they go 
shopping and the guys <laughs> meet up over there <laughs> or, or vice versa yeah, well, yeah. so i mean i i think it's going to turn out real well uh I, we're expecting it too so um so you you said and it just triggered me you said walking around let's talk about the control of alcohol in the park mm-hmm. there there the control is going to be centered right there at the basketball court solely there there will not there will not i repeat any bear that goes out of that that enclosed area okay not be through the park whatsoever which also means that just because they have lifted this restriction with alcohol it does not mean that you can bring in your no, cooler. It's, no, it's regulated in the beer garden. The rest of the rules still apply. Okay. Um, you know, and <clears throat> I, I had someone literally already, you know, there's, um, how are you going to keep it out of the park? I'm like, how, you know, you walk by, I don't know how many people you walk by in the span of 15 minutes in the park right now. And are you extremely certain that there's nothing in there? Water bottle. So many people bring their own bottles they do. anymore, which and is we, drink bottles, but yes. who knows know what's that. in it. We know that for a fact. Um, this part of it is going to be regulated. There's going to be officers. You know, we have officers that are walking through the festival now not in uniform that you Ooh. don't know. You know, and the whole thing is we don't want you to know because we don't want there to be an incident. Um, and, you know, that that's part of the whole thing is let's keep it there least we can regulate it um you know the officers do what they can when people come in but it's hard you know that many people come into the festival it is hard you know to watch every single what what's in your glass empty it you know takes you two days to get into the festival so but you know yeah if we had a gate at every you know a stop at every gate and to check your cooler or check your glass yeah yeah it would i'll be in tomorrow because that's (laughs) how long the line is yeah yeah that's right so but this this only means that alcohol will be served inside in the, the fence in the beer garden and mm-hmm. that's the only place exactly there they will finish but there will be no carrying it no, out Oh, absolutely um not. okay what if they're in the park or they're in the beer garden and they bring in their own drink no you cannot bring anything in uh, okay no sorry yeah that i you know i think you guys i, I really feel like this is going to work we're, we're, we've covered we've covered our bases. We checked out every scenario that we could possibly think of, and um, you know, like I said, with the help of Marsh County Police Department, I think we've we you know we'll we'll have this down pretty pat. And him and Dwayne are taking one for the team. They're going out to those festivals and they're checking out those beer gardens. <laughs> oh, I can only they're, imagine. They're checking out their policies and procedures and making sure. No, I mean, but seriously, they are. We there's a lot of festivals in Indiana that have alcohol and we we want to know how do you handle this scenario what do you do in in cases like this you know and it, it a lot of research well firsthand experience also i mean checking on their fencing how do yeah. they get people in how do they serve people yeah those kind of things and and i'm sure there are quite a few of them that are strictly 21 and older and oh yeah you know oh, yeah. okay here we're inside the fence and our kids come to the fence and we hand them more money so they can go do their go thing do, yeah exactly you know, this this is a, actually nicer that allows the kids to come in and for you guys to sit together and you know enjoy the music or rest your feet or eat eat your lunch eat your lunch sit down enjoy i mean 
you know, everybody's got their opinion, and we're just going to try to make sure it's the best. This also means that there'll be no vendors inside the park selling alcohol. No. no. So it's going to be in one location. One location and One only. location only. Yep, that's right. I have a, a quick question. Okay. Didn't uh, wasn't there kind of like a tent over on the vacant lot okay. in the past? So seems to me that there weren't any incidents there. No, there? I, I we brought that up earlier, and you know that was something that was put there that is not had, Blueberry Station. Right, had nothing we to do with nothing, you guys. Did we take the blame? We got the blame. Okay, um, <laughs> we got the blame. We had nothing to do with that. Right. And those people were drinking right there, coming straight into the sure. park. Um, I don't know if there's any incidences, but... Well, I'm pretty sure, I'm sure we, we would have, we heard, would have heard about it yeah. instantly if there um, were. And I yeah. guess, to me, this is just... Now you've got control Exactly. Now and we can control. You, yeah, all you've done is move the location and get more control over it. You know, and, and we're right there at Plymouth Goshen Trail. If, if there is an issue... Somebody could yeah. be taken out of this park yeah. and no one would know. Right. You know, I mean, and I'm not saying that to be sneaky, but we're not throwing it in people's faces. Oh, no. And, you know, so it's in a really good position for that, for security purposes, for the first year to make sure yeah. it goes off without a hitch. Yeah, it just seems like, to me, like you got more control over a situation. Exactly. Uh, and the only thing that ch changed was that and moving it to a different spot. Yeah. yeah. And you guys obviously have control of it now, whereas you didn't before. No, we didn't. And, so. and you know, they did it outside of the park right. and nothing we yeah. could have done. And they didn't walk in staggering or, what you know, so... <laughs> I, I just pulled up our Facebook page to see, and the first one that comes up says, Good deal. A beer garden will be very popular. A beer garden operated responsibly in a controlled environment will not expose festival goers, Blueberry Committee, or the city of, Pot of Plymouth to potential alcohol-related problems. Uh, don't know who will be sponsoring it, but it will be popular and profitable attraction at the festival. Yay. So I mean, do you, do you guys you you do have support for it, um, and obviously, okay, this is the one thing I want to know. I mean, you have a backer. There, there's got to be a, a a beer. I like because I, I don't drink. The Budweiser. Are we going to have Budweiser banners all over the park, or will it be going on the loudspeaker? Stop over at the beer garden and get you a beer today. You know, I I don't know. <laughs> Being on the committees, I am. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how we're going to. If I, if any of that will go over the PA, we may make an announcement or two. Um, but Indiana Beverage is who, you know, more obviously than I do. I mean, we both actually sit on the committee for that, and um, we have a contract with them. <clears throat> but you know, we didn't. So that's the who's who's sponsoring. Yes, it? kind of. Yeah, the okay. equipment, the the know how, okay. the. Getting the proper permits, getting all those things that are, you know, legally the, where we the, have to the be. The state has a lot of, this yeah. is not just some, no. you know, oh, come on, let's have a beer garden. Not I a mean, backyard you, birthday party. <laughs> you definitely have, you've got to watch the state. And I mean, you know, not even though it's just beer, it's not making a mixed drink or anything. No. You've got to have people that yeah. know, you know, what is going on. A server, I know when I was working out at the racetrack. Um, they needed somebody to carry beer from the, the cooler up to, you have to have a license yes, to yeah. carry the beer yeah. from here to take it to the yeah, point of sale. You have, to have a, you have to have your license, you have to, to pour it, to even slide it across the table to someone so you're not old enough to pour it. 
but you you have to have a permit to slide it across the table to someone and all of those things you know we've we that was the first thing we got a grasp on and and some of our some of our people that that are volunteering for uh, the servers already have their um, license uh, we've we've done some research we've got several people that already have their license uh, to to serve so um, that that that's what we looked at as well so about how many volunteers are you going to need to operate this venture well it's it's still going to be determined you know we're running from two to ten you know an eight eight hour shift so you know like to cut it down to two four hours and then yeah we're talking do we do eight do we do ten and that's still and that's still up in the air. It's you know. Yeah. Well, and the, well, part of it will depend on how popular it is. Yeah, too. Yeah. How well, busy you are. We're well, hoping some groups will come in. Some groups with some older, mature people who you know know what they're doing it will come in, and and then in turn we will give them a donation towards, you know, their group. And we're hoping to reach out to those kind of people and do it that way. But we do have a a kind of a pool of volunteers, so if a, if a group can't come in, then we can pull from them, you know, and that's. Of course, you pull in everybody who lives with you, who you know. Mm-hmm. You're like, you're going to volunteer this year. <laughs> so, you know, we've got them as well. Yeah, and, and you're looking at that basketball. The uh, square footage on that is about 18,000 square feet. So you, you look at 18,000 square feet, you're looking at probably at least three to 400 people that will will venture in there. Well, I, it, it, it's exciting to kind of see something different and new and um i'm sure it's kind of nerve-wracking for you guys especially once you once you get the first one under your belt it'll it'll be be easier but you know obviously you know that all eyes are going to be watching and you know every everybody's gonna have an opinion oh everybody already does (laughs) and i'm okay with that i'm okay with that (laughs) so um I was a little bit shocked that there was absolutely no discussion, no opposition at the city meeting last night when they passed it on second and third reading. We had promoted it ahead of time so that people realized, oh, this is coming up uh, on the city meeting. But there was nobody there. I I thought maybe we'd have, you know, a couple pastors show up or something. (laughs) But I thought we would see more people. And I, I was thinking, wow, are they all here for us? And they weren't. They weren't even there for us last night. I'm like, okay, this is awesome. Um, no, I figured, I thought there would be. The first meeting I missed, I was in Florida, and he went, and I don't know who showed up at the first one. There um, wasn't too many people there nope. at the first one, but, you know, we have to, uh, you know, we, we presented it, I think, very well to the council men and, and council woman, um, and, you know, they are... We were very, very happy that they they made this decision to see what we can do with this, um, and and give us a shot at this. And I, I think I, you know, I we appreciate we, them for we giving appreciate us the, the city, city, city people or city councilmen and women uh, uh, for this opportunity uh, to try this, and uh, we'll just take it from there. And 
you're going to do your very best to make sure there are no drunks walking oh around gosh. in the park. We're, I think I'll, I'll like I'll be up at night thinking about that. Okay, what are we going to do? And and yeah, they're not letting anybody. If you if you look like you're that inebriated, you're not going to be able to leave. We're hoping to get in. We talked about getting, you know, cab service around Plymouth. So if you need to be escorted out, it's easy in, easy out right there. The tram turnaround is there. Um, you don't want them, to, obviously. You, don't, you, you tell them get out of here, but then again, where are they going to go? Driving, yeah. you, we don't want you driving anywhere. Yeah. So right, and 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 like I said, the uh, Marsh County Police Department, uh, the, the people that are walking through walking through there will make that determination and and we're here to we're here to help and we're not here to make anybody you know get drunk and you know crash into anybody that's not our purpose at all if you feel that somebody's had too many um even though they have tabs left on their wristband or or they have tickets left they're not going to get to no, use they're them. cut off yes they'll be they'll be cut off well I, i'm excited about it so Okay, let's change now. Let's get off of that. Let's. What else is happening with Blueberry, Carrie? Oh my gosh. Um, let's see. We gotta get. We've gotta be around pageant time. The pageant. Um, Leanne, of course, is still doing the pageant. Um, that's all on her. Um, we're at the stages now because we always talk to you later in the year. So we're at the right? stages now where everybody's kind of like closed off and doing their own little thing, and then we're coming together. So like, my. My parade forms are done. Forms are updated. I do have my parade marshal, but I have not made that announcement yet. Um, but they know who they are. Um, <laughs> okay. They know who they are. I, I can't do it yet. Um, normally, though, I would have already have, you know, it would have already been done. Theme? Um, peace, unity, and compassion. Which is what we think the world needs more of right now. Oh. You probably picked this before whatever was happening around the world has been going on well yeah it was kind of with all that actually in mind and we just need a little bit more of that so um that's the theme we think it encompasses what's going on really well um the how about on the parade is it too early to no oh start? no applications are out there on the web page um i've had two bands already and i've had three other entries so i've had five entries so okay. we're moving. We're moving. Um, I'm trying to think what else. The souvenirs are pretty much yes. all ordered. The baskets it's, are ordered. Yeah. yeah not so. gonna got not gonna let it out yet. I know last year's basket was the like swivel or Yeah, that was yeah, the like put it in the middle of yeah. the table and spin it around. Okay, so this year's the double pie basket. I'm just throwing it out there, ah. so you know. Um, so that means you can carry two pies. Two pies. One. So that's been done. Um, like I said the soup. I can't order anything for the blueberry store um, until after pretty much they know what the harvest is going to do because a lot of my stuff <laughs> comes from the blueberry store. So, um, so I usually order that in July. But we're hoping to have a lot of great things in the blueberry store this year. So, um, you know, I tell everybody to come down there. Hundred percent of the profits go to scholarships. So please. And then I had somebody ask me. Facebook, where is the Blueberry Store located? So it's on Info One. At Info One, a lot of people don't know that, and they walk by it probably twenty times. It's like a tent, a little yeah. canopy tent. This thing. is a bigger tent, yeah. Ah, but yes. yeah, right at Info One. Um, but everything is coming along really well. How do you think it's coming? Uh, it's 
we still have equipment and stuff like that we still have to get. Uh, this year we uh, are having uh, Ritter's ice cream coming in from Warsaw, Indiana. Ah. So we'll have that in the... in the Something new and different. Yep. Uh, for the food vendor for Jason Jones. And uh, he's, you know, he's getting a lot of... A lot of people coming in for food and stuff. So uh, we're working on a lot of things still. It's still early in the uh, yeah, in, in the game. It is, but we. But you, you know, feel we, like it is. Well, I get we, well we, you know, mine's all year round. It. It's, I don't stop. We get one. I get really one month off, and then it's back to. Yeah, we're trying to put everything together so we can kind of relax in the the month right before it. So we're trying to get everything you know lined up. Our, our sponsors lined our up. Sponsors. And we need everything. to get sponsors back. We lost a lot. We need, volun- we need volunteers, so anybody wants to volunteer, please come down to the Blueberry office and put your name in the hat. And, and um, sh- we have a new, I don't know what's... We have a coordinator. She just won the... She just won the spaghetti thing, she said. She sent me a text. She goes, I won that. I called in and won. So Chris Snyder is our new coordinator. And exactly. And obviously she listens. Yeah. So yay her. So, so yeah. you know, that... That's a major undertaking. Obviously, this first year for her, she's going to get a lot of assistance from board members of yeah. this. Okay, this is how we do this. This is how we do that. Um, so it, she's on the learning curve. She is. Um, this you know, year. Just but. kind of threw it back there and say, hey, do your job. And she's like, Answer okay. the phone. <laughs> You'll be great. No. Um, yeah, she's gotten a lot of help. And she's, you know, she's coming in. Shouldn't have the blueberry background that right. most of the coordinators do. And we knew that going in. And so... Um, but she's a huge fan. So well, that helps. We'll um, think we'll be okay. Any idea on food and retail vendors? Um, how how they're, you know, lining up? Or I mean, obviously, we're not the only festival in town. Exactly. So they're, I mean, they're all making their schedule for the rest of the season. And, and I don't even, I don't honestly, you know, when you've got your, I've got like six committees. So I'm on the straight and narrow. I'm making sure that all my stuff is done and then as we get, I, I get a little bit more confident where I am, then, okay, I can reach out and help everybody else. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like I don't, I don't know how the food vendors are working out. I don't know what the craft vendors are doing. I don't know if our numbers look great. I don't know where they should be right now. Um, I just, I can't think about that. Or I will literally not sleep at night. So, <laughs> yeah, I got to worry about me, worry about my stuff. And, and parade's big enough. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And Rick, what what part as vice president? I mean, are you stuck with a couple of committees that you oversee, or do you and Dwayne just sit back and oversee the whole thing? Well, we let our committee chairs do the <laughs> do the do their part, uh, you know. And and we're here to help and assist wherever wherever we're needed, um, you know. Uh, last year, of course, everybody knew. Uh, uh, Sherry Martin and I, we put the uh, Hank's Baby Ch- Changing Station together that was over by the uh, Bill Nixon Field, and that'll be there again this year. Uh, we had over 200 people that uh, signed in there. Uh, it was a great hit. Uh, we had, uh, you know, I've got uh, Sherry put a book together, had people sign in. Uh, great comments on that. Um, so, and- okay, where in the devil did you come up with the idea of... Hank's baby changing. It doesn't. We'd, we'd had we, one there, before. We, we'd, was, we'd rented one for yeah, the festival we, we, and said we could do better. Yeah. So I ended up. I had a. I had a tower crew with a trailer that donated that, and uh, you know we had Culligan and um, 
uh, uh, company um, for the air conditioning unit up top. We had uh, uh, John <coughs> uh, put together the construction on the inside and everything. So. And Sherry thought about stuff like that. Yeah, you know, and, what, and, what do we and, need and, to have? And and this is what you know, like you know, the beer garden. We just sit back and we think about a lot of things that we can present to the blueberry to not have it. You know, oh geez, it's the same thing again. You know, mm -hmm. we're we're always constantly trying to bring something new into the into the festival to uh, to make it exciting for for everybody to enjoy. Exciting or more convenient for folks instead of having yeah. to, you know, yeah. be out, you know, behind somebody's tent somewhere. Exactly, changing your kid's exactly. diaper. Yeah, exactly. And you bring your kids. You don't. You know, I'm lucky my parents at one time lived right there on Clinger, so it was like, just jump we, over there if I want to use the bathrooms. So, yes. You know, feed our kids or something, and, you know, you're walking around, and you've got maybe a couple little ones in your diaper bags, and you're like, where? You know, you're not going to go change them on a picnic table. Right. So, you know, but she she thought about those things, and what would make this, and it keeps people there. You know, you get upset or irritated because you can't, I don't know what to do with these mm -hmm. kids, and, you know, it keeps them there, it keeps them happy, and we, we could do it better we thought than what uh -huh. we rented so they did a better who job. knows i mean somebody will probably want to rent it off of you guys yeah, for one of their events that was in the back of my mind for forever kind of like lake fest maybe is gonna well we, we still have some work on it we're we're wanting to wrap it and, you know i mean it's just it's just time you know and like i said with the the covid hit we just you know with funds and stuff i mean we want to do a lot of things to uh to up the blueberry you know, and, and, and the that's, experience. you know, and that's kind of, you know, th this beer garden, I think will take off and I think we'll, uh, you know, have something, you know, we're, you know, we're trying to get something in to present to the people out there and give back to the community. The other thing we, we really should mention too, is obviously this is held in Centennial Park mm -hmm. and um, the park crew during the season coming does a lot of work preparing for this um you know making the park look appropriate uh making sure i know the one thing i i did find out is they don't mow the grass right before you guys come in because they want to keep the grass longer so that um after hundreds of thousands of people walk feet, over it yeah they, they, that it can come back yeah uh, but you know you had to we had to at least put our kudos out to mike height and the crew oh gosh, out they there work so that, hard yeah they, um, they do a fantastic job they just they work so hard and they make it possible for to do, to do those things and it's it's a nice relationship with everybody you know everybody feeds into everybody else and then in turn it makes you know it brings all this stuff back to marshall county and which is what our overall goal is anyway, you know. So it's like everybody just, everybody pulls their weight and they do it and they're excited. And it's just a wonderful thing to see every year. She, she likes us better than she does Christmas. I do. I, <laughs> I think I've said it in here. I I do. I love it. I like it better than Christmas. It's kind of like that commercial that's out right now. It's for Claritin or something. It's the most wonderful Yes. Time every time I hear that, I stop. It's like, no. The I'm most like, wonderful is time is Labor Day weekend. Yes, it is. We need to get somebody to take that song and yeah. like work in the Blueberry Festival and Labor Day weekend. We, it could be done. <laughs> but it but it is coming up this year. Um, you know, it's the first Monday in September. Mm -hmm. And so it, it the date always changes. 
on the calendar. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, you just plan for it. I, I actually had somebody just ask me two days ago. Do you think Katie and your family, your family will be up for the Blueberry Festival exactly. this year? So I mean, that's how you plan your vacations and your trips and everything else. My kids would travel with six little ones from South Carolina to yeah. come up, come back for the festival. As ours, ours is it's we we plan everything around pre-Blueberry and post-Blueberry, <laughs> and then then there's Christmas. So you know that's the way that's the way your life goes. Uh, <laughs> well, I want to congratulate you guys and assure our listeners that this beer garden is going to be top notch yes and done with top security um you know the blueberry festival during that whole weekend you have police officers hundreds of police officers that come in from all around northern indiana we do i mean it's just not we're not we don't we can't just rely on our local police officers no we have a lot of officers who are behind the scenes so yeah behind the scenes and working out front i mean yeah so there will be plenty of security you don't have to worry about that but people need to just make their plans to be there and have some fun and hit the beer garden very good. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming in and being Thank with us this so morning. Thank you so much for having us. We appreciate it. Break time. Okay. <laughs> the Belmart BP station at the corner of Michigan and Jefferson Streets in downtown Plymouth not only provides BP fuel to keep you moving down the road, but they can also keep you moving throughout the day. Some gas can cause nasty dirt deposits to build up on critical engine parts, dragging your fuel economy down and leading to unexpected trips to the mechanic. All grades of BP gasoline have 